home improvements, home renovations, home maintenance, home repairs, and all the other challenges of home ownership. Welcome to the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to the podcast. My name is Doug, and this week I am promoting the competition. Now, you may find this hard to believe, but between you and me, there are a lot of podcasts out there, and there are even some that cover home improvements and DIY. Honestly, and because I believe that you really should seek information from multiple sources, I'm going to share with you some of the home improvement podcasts that I listen to or have listened to in the past. I actually subscribe to 45 podcasts altogether that cover a whole range of subject matter. Comedy, paranormal, history, true crime, smattering of politics, and DIY and home improvement. What can I say? I am fortunate enough to have a job where I can have earbuds in my head holes for eight hours a day. Now, when it comes to home improvement advice, I must stress that it's always important to understand the geographical bias of where that advice is coming from. There are different concerns depending on location. For example, building techniques in California are going to be more concerned with earthquakes, while in Florida, the concern is going to be hurricanes. The general standards are going to be pretty much the same wherever you are, but the expert you're relying on is going to be most knowledgeable about their own backyard. So with that in mind, here, in no particular order, are some of the home improvement and DIY podcasts that I recommend. First up is Ask This Old House, which is also the newest podcast on this list. Brought to you by the folks behind This Old House and Ask This Old House, each 15 to 20 minute episode is a deep dive into a single question. Host Chris Ermides first interviews the homeowner who has the question, and then he presents that question to one of the This Old House experts to get the answer. This is a professionally produced podcast that is based on the East Coast in the New England area and is an excellent podcast to listen to if you want truly expert advice from qualified contractors and tradespeople. And they do have experts. Ask This Old House takes off every category in the building trades. Next up is Ace on the House with hosts Adam Carolla and Eric Stromer. Corolla is a master carpenter who had 10 years of construction experience before he got into radio, and he has been working on his own homes ever since. Eric Stromer is a professional remodeler, and he worked on the home makeover show Clean Sweep back in the aughts. Previous to Stromer, Adam's co-host was childhood friend and professional contractor Ray Oldhofer, but that ended badly a few years ago. Personally, I preferred Oldhofer to Stromer, but eh, what can you do? Stuff happens. The 50-minute podcast episodes are professionally produced in Corolla's studio. Now, being based in California, there is a definite West Coast bias, and Corolla especially seems to lack knowledge about other parts of the country. For example, there aren't many basements in California, so he's kind of um, out of his depth. (laughs) with questions about basements. Now, the show features phone-in questions and often a video question, which, as you would expect, 
video makes for a good pod on an audio podcast. Corolla and Stromer offer practical advice for the weekend warrior type do-it-yourselfer, but the overall style of the show may not be to everyone's taste. I am referring specifically to Adam here. He is not going to appeal to everyone. There are a few reasons why I don't personally listen to the show anymore. First of all, Corolla has little regard for safety. And he has even called his son a puss for wearing safety goggles in the workshop. And he brags that he himself doesn't bother with safety glasses. He just turns his head to the side when he uses the miter saw. Look, you want to risk your eyesight? That's on you. But discouraging your kid from wearing personal protective equipment? I mean, really? That's some parent of the year material right there. And sorry, but you do have some responsibility to your audience to not discourage safety, even if you choose not to promote it. Corolla also doesn't respect the permit process. Now, no doubt California is heavily regulated and that can be a pain. And no doubt, not everyone is going to go to their building department and apply for the appropriate permits, but he should at least encourage listeners to protect themselves by jumping through the appropriate hoops. And Corolla will often scoff at building codes. He favors underbuilding to over-engineering, for example. Um, Personally, I think it's better to over-engineer something than to underbuild it. I'd rather have something safer than it needs to be than just safe enough. I I, I could go on. But even with these negatives in mind, you might still learn something. And there is some chemistry between Corolla and Stromer that make the show entertaining to listen to. But for me personally, I was looking for more variety in my podcast listening choices. And Adam Corolla was expendable. I had also been listening to his main podcast, which is roughly two hours per day, five days a week, and after several years, I was ready for a change. If Ask This Old House are the dedicated experts with vast collective experience and Ace on the House is the bros who know what they're doing, then Ask the Builder is, I don't know, the sage uncle who is the expert handyman. Host Tim Carter is a master carpenter, master plumber, and a custom home builder with decades of experience. And he has also written a syndicated column for more than a quarter century. The Ask the Builder podcast is independently self-produced and features very practical step-by-step walkthrough answers to listener questions. The episodes vary in length as older episodes had three questions while later episodes focus on a single question. And there are some episodes that are simply paid content. Carter is very old school, so if that style appeals to you, Ask the Builder is worth a listen. But be warned, most episodes are sponsored by an oxygen bleach cleaner called Stain Solver, which he hawks unapologetically especially since it's his product and his company. Also, I am the last person who should judge so-called Podfade, but it has been a while since he's recorded new episodes of the podcast. So I don't know if or when it's coming back, but you can at least listen to what he's produced so far. 
The Money Pit is a syndicated radio show that airs on 350 radio stations and is available as a podcast. Now, the beauty of the podcast is that an hour of radio amounts to about 35 minutes of content once you take out the local traffic, news, and weather, and that sort of stuff. So, two hours of radio becomes two 35-minute episodes per week, and The Money Pit is released on Mondays and Thursdays. Tom Kreitler was a home inspector for 20 years, and Leslie Segretti is an interior designer who was featured on the Home Makeover shows while you were out and Trading Spaces. So you're covered for construction and maintenance by Kreitler and for design and decorating by Segretti. This is a phone-in radio show, and I'm using air quotes here. While it's edited to sound live, it becomes quite obvious that this is not the case. In fact, you often hear the same call on multiple shows. The shows do feature a lot of sponsored and commercial content, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Think about home shows. Remember those before the pandemic? You would pay money for companies to promote their products and services to you. So think of this as the same sort of thing in a way. It is good to hear about different products. Ads and promotions aside, just about every show is going to have some nugget that you can use. But that's not to say that the money pit does not have its problems. It's a fast-paced show, which is good if you have a short attention span, but it also means that there is little follow-up. Callers ask their question and the hosts answer it, and that's usually it. There's no chance for clarification. There have been instances where it's obvious that the hosts, especially Kreitler, don't know the answer to a specific question and will steer the answer to their knowledge pool. For example, caller says, I have a problem with X. Kreitler says, well, I'm not familiar with X, but if your problem was Y, here's your solution. Good luck with that project. Thanks for calling the money pit. On a recent episode, they featured a question from Facebook about chalk paint. Leslie Segretti expressed confusion at first and then went into a discussion about chalkboard paint. You only need to go to Google to learn that they are not the same thing. And you would think an interior designer would know something about chalk paint or at least know how to use a search engine to make sure that they're answering the question that they're being asked. My biggest pet peeve, though, is with Kreitler always recommending drywall screws for just about everything. Drywall screws are for drywall. You need to screw down a floor? There are flooring screws or deck screws. I mean, you wouldn't use deck screws to hang drywall now, would you? Despite these complaints, I do still listen to the show. But to be honest, it's mostly to see if I can predict the answers. And I am usually pretty accurate, if I do say so myself. It's not that I'm any smarter than the hosts. I'm not claiming to be. It's just that I've been listening long enough that I know just about every answer in their repertoire. For example, just about every week there will be a question related to damp or leaking basements, and the answer will always be, check the drainage conditions outside, make sure the gutters are clean and free-flowing, and discharge at least four to six feet away from the foundation, and make sure that the ground slopes away from the foundation. 
I mean, that's all good advice, but you are guaranteed to hear it every single week. But I can forgive the repetitiveness because all call-in shows are going to be somewhat repetitive. In contrast to the fast pace and somewhat dismissive nature of the Money Pit, we have the Home Improvement Show with Jan Eeks. This too is a call-in radio show, but this one is live. It's a locally produced show based in Montreal, Quebec, and is simulcast in London, Ontario. The host, Jan Eeks, is an expert and consultant in building sciences who got his start in cabinet making and home renovation. He first appeared on TV in 1978 and... From 1997 to 2005, was the host of Just Ask Jan Eeks on HGTV in Canada and the DIY Network in the United States. Podcast episodes are about half an hour in length, representing an hour of radio. Jan is very thoughtful and respectful in his responses. He allows follow-up questions, and a lot of calls will practically turn into conversations. And if he doesn't know the answer, he will do some homework and come back with an answer the following week or even after the commercial break. It's usually the person in the co-host's chair that will cut calls off. It is radio and they do have to get to the news, weather and traffic after all. But you get the idea that Jan would spend an entire show answering a single question if he had his way. Now keep in mind again, In terms of geographical bias, this is a local show based in Montreal. Jan also has an extensive website, janeeks.com. That's J-O-N-E-A-K-E-S dot com, where you'll find a database with just about every home improvement question you can imagine, and it's definitely worth bookmarking. Jan Eeks is my go-to home improvement expert. Heading down south, we next find ourselves in Greenville, South Carolina, home of the Home Pros Radio Show. The podcast of this local radio show is basically a best of, or highlight reel, of the radio show in a 20-minute recap. The hosts are Tommy Donovan, a certified home inspector, and Shane Hips, who is a master electrician, master HVAC technician, residential home builder, and commercial general contractor. Shane's company, Closing Contractor, specializes in repairs related to real estate transactions. So basically here you have a guy who finds problems and you have a guy who fixes them. The hosts have some good chemistry, but some of the shtick can get pretty cringeworthy, like the voice impersonators calling into the show, for example. But if you can get by cheesy jokes, there is enough useful knowledge that make this podcast worth your time. If you're looking for a more rock and roll vibe, I recommend Around the House with Eric G. Eric Gorenson is a certified kitchen and bath designer with decades of experience and is definitely up to date with current building trends. This is yet another case where a two-hour syndicated radio show becomes two 35-minute podcast episodes. He also produces a shorter 10-minute midweek update to cover topics that don't make it into the radio show and another midweek pro-insider show that is geared towards industry professionals. So whether you're a pro or a do-it-yourselfer, he's got you covered. The show is more topical than how-to, 
he does take the occasional question, but he's usually talking about developments in the home improvement space or giving general advice to homeowners or talking about his own personal projects. Co-host Dane Vodder doesn't add too much in terms of expertise, but his presence allows for a faster-paced, conversational tone to the show. Around the House is based in the Washington, Oregon region, but Eric is well aware of the differences between what is popular in that area versus what might be popular in other parts of the country. Now, I did mention a rock vibe to the show, and that comes from the opening and the musical segues between segments. A little Metallica, Enter Sandman, Start, covers of Black Sabbath and Dio and Iron Maiden for segues, along with identification spots by Steel Panther and Ron Keel, figure prominently into each show, which may be okay for radio transitions, but on a podcast, they can sometimes get a little tedious. And I'm saying that as someone who shares that taste in music. But this is the cool thing about podcasts. They allow access to radio shows from different parts of the country that you might not be otherwise exposed to. Getting back to podcasts that are, well, podcasts, from Manitoba, we have Bo Knows Real Estate, hosted by Bo Kaufman, a Winnipeg-based real estate agent. The episodes are short, varying in length of around 5 to 15 minutes. And if you're not planning to buy or sell real estate in the Winnipeg area, you might not be so interested in the market reports. But other episodes contain practical advice for people buying or selling property. Market trends, buyers versus sellers market, mortgage options, renting versus buying, condos versus houses, market timing, updating your property. These are all some of the topics covered. So... If that sounds interesting to you, check out Bo Knows Real Estate. Moving on, what can I say about Young House Love has a podcast? Self-produced by husband and wife team John and Sherry Petersnick, this could very well be one of the most polished podcasts on this list. Episodes are consistently around half an hour in length and feature regular segments like what's new and what we are digging And some episodes might have a short interview with, say, for example, a designer from HGTV. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm not in the target audience for this podcast, but I still like to listen to it. John and Sherry are very successful bloggers, which has opened up a few doors for them. They've designed products, including a lighting collection and a furniture line. They have written books, and they have renovated seven houses. They started their blog in 2007 to chat about transforming their home, and things just blew up for them from there. They started the podcast in 2016, and it's pretty much an extension of their website with um, a design and renovation HGTV sort of aesthetic. Now, the podcast has been on a bit of a hiatus since August, thanks to having to homeschool their kids due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but with 181 episodes, There is no shortage of content if you're just discovering them for the first time. For something completely different, perhaps Garden Fork Radio would appeal to you. Host Eric, now I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, it's R-O-C-H-O-W, so Rochow or Rockow, 
I don't know. He just goes by Eric on the podcast. He refers to Garden Fork as eclectic DIY. And that includes topics like urban homesteading and cooking, gardening, home improvement, beekeeping. The pace is calm and relaxing, and the typical episode will be an informal conversation with one of his regular guests. And he also has a YouTube channel as well. Now, beekeeping, gardening, these are not necessarily topics that I'm interested in, yet I do enjoy the podcast. I guess if you look at Young House Love as a shot of espresso, Garden Fork would be more of a soothing tea, and it's well worth checking out. And that brings us to the last two podcasts that I'm going to talk about today. Evan and Caitlin, that's the uh, name of the podcast, is hosted by, you guessed it, Evan and Caitlin, who are another husband and wife team. They are professional full-time YouTubers, and they have a maker channel and a gaming channel. And on the Maker channel, they try projects in woodworking, metalworking, home renovation, and other stuff. (laughs) Did I mention resin? There's a lot of resin. On the podcast, they talk about some of their projects, but they mostly talk about what it's like being full-time YouTubers. Overall, they're just kind of fun to hang out with. Sometimes they can be a little dorky and silly, but that's what makes the podcast entertaining. You're just kind of hanging out with friends who happen to make a living on YouTube. The self-produced podcast usually runs about an hour in length, and you can also watch it on YouTube. I actually discovered their podcast before their channel. The reason I first listened to the podcast is because they were among the list of Patreon supporters being thanked at the end of episodes of Making It, which is another podcast I listened to. So when I saw that Evan and Caitlin had a podcast, I thought I'd check them out, and um, I'm glad I did. And Making It is the last podcast I'm going to talk about today. I think everyone can relate to being somewhere and sort of overhearing a conversation. And something piques your interest, so you start actively eavesdropping on that conversation, and you realize that whatever they're talking about is more interesting than whatever it is you're doing. And it gets to a point where you want to join that conversation. And that is the best way I can describe my experience listening to Making It. I was following David Picciuto on YouTube back when he was the drunken woodworker. He showed up as a recommendation in my Twitter feed, so I checked out his YouTube, and that's how that started. So, as I was looking for new podcasts to listen to, I happened upon Making It, which is hosted by Picciuto, along with Jimmy DeResta and Bob Claggett. Each host has their own YouTube channel. Picciuto, who is based in the Toledo, Ohio area, has since rebranded his as Make Something, and has branched out from woodworking into some metalworking. Bob Claggett's channel is I Like to Make Stuff, and it's an eclectic mix of woodworking, metalworking, CNC, and electronics. Claggett is currently living somewhere in Kentucky. Jimmy DeResta, whose current home base is somewhere in upstate New York, is a veteran of television DIY shows which include Dirty Money, Trash to Cash, and Hammered. But he's apparently chosen to focus on his YouTube channel rather than pursuing more television, which is 
kind of ironic, which I'll explain in a minute. He does some woodworking, metalworking, CNC, and also some machine restoration. And he has also made stuff for some pretty big brands. Each hour-long self-produced podcast episode is essentially a Skype or Zoom call between the three of them, catching up on what they've been up to as makers in the previous week. And they get into some discussions about creativity, inspiration, and that sort of stuff, bouncing ideas off of each other and just generally being supportive of each other. It's a peek behind the curtain of making a living as a maker and as a YouTuber. And you really get a sense of just how supportive the maker community is as a whole. Making It, the podcast, is not affiliated with Making It, the TV show. The TV show is a DIY maker competition, which is hosted by Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. The TV show did approach the podcast about using the name, and after some back-and-forth negotiation, both agreed to use the name for their own productions. Now, here's the interesting thing. Offerman and Duresta have a friendship going back many years in real life. That tale is the stuff of legends, so I don't want to mangle the story here, but they do have a real-life friendship. And even though Making It, the podcast, and Making It, the TV show, are completely independent of each other, Jimmy Duresta of the podcast is also involved with the TV show as an on-air helper who assists contestants in the workshop. That probably came about from a combination of his friendship with Offerman, the negotiations with NBC over the rights to the making it name, his previous TV experience, and, of course, his experience as a maker. Interesting, ain't it? How different paths in your life can intersect. But yeah, anyway, of all the podcasts that I've talked about today, if I had to delete all of them but one, I think my choice would be to continue listening to Making It. Your choice may be something different. Now, I have included in the show notes the links to the websites for all of these shows. If you're interested in home improvements or DIY, they are all worth a listen. And if you have a favorite home improvement or DIY podcast that is not on this list, please give it a plug in the comments. I am always looking for something new to listen to. And speaking of podcasts, that will do it for this one for now. I will be back in a couple weeks with another episode. Until then, Cheers.